Happy Hope Day, everyone, and welcome back to Life Works Better with Coach Melevito. What? Yes, that's you. <laughs> Melevito. Melevito. I, I, I think I just crossed the uh, part we of the did. sea there. Yeah, I think we need to bring it back. <laughs> I love it. Welcome back, guys. It's a beautiful day here in Birmingham. Alabama, which is where we produce and record for Life Works Better with Where we have all this fun. We have all this fun here in the beautiful city of Birmingham. Just saying that Melvito made me want some pasta for lunch. I know, and ooh, some homemade Alfredo. (laughs) Uh, Okay, I I digress. (laughs) Yes, series 13, episode number 22, guys. We're in the building today, and the crowd is always happy. Yes, I love them. I love them, too. They're great. (laughs) And we've provided... Principio Trinity for all of our crowd and uh, Uh our attendees for the crowd. They're sipping on that as we are today. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I love this stuff. This is great stuff. Now, this is another blend again. This tastes like the original Trinity. So have they changed up a little bit on the... Okay, again, uh, the dried coffee fruit, Mm -hmm. depending on the farm it comes from. Right. The, the 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 dried coffee fruit when you brew it as tea it actually has a greater variation of uh, flavors mm-hmm. than than the coffee would i love uh, it cuz it's just it's like you're it's like a surprise it's a trinity surprise so you never really know i guess what batch you're going to get yeah it's wonderful i love all of the surprises i've received thus far great yes great. principio tea Principio, the wine of teas. The wine of teas. I love it. Yes. It's good stuff. It's great. Um, And healthy. It's very healthy. That's what I like about it. Uh, It has all of those properties that's good for your immune building. And uh, guys, listen, if you are uh, a tea drinker, and I I can't imagine, I see more people that are not coffee drinkers, but most people are tea drinkers. Yeah. So um, definitely get your subscription because I believe you can get a subscription with the tea as well so yes. go ahead and grab some uh, trinity the wine of teas uh, yes. with principio coffee our proud sponsor of life works better with coach mel yes yeah. hey if you missed last week's podcast woo-hoo, shame on you Ooh. it was really good it's it's really not the smartest thing to skip episodes yeah you really gotta go in each episode builds on the next so uh, I like the way you say that. It's not the smartest thing. Instead of just not. come, instead of just saying it's a dumb thing if you don't. It's, it's not the smartest thing. Yeah, it just I, hits I a like little better. It. Yeah, yeah. It, I like it, that. It lands better. <laughs> <laughs> it lands better. So what are we talking about today? I mean, it's going to be hard to follow these last two podcasts that we've done. Yes, it's. It kind of seems like that uh, always. It's mm-hmm. like okay, what's next? And that's one of the things I love about. Being in a creative atmosphere. Yeah, it's, it's, God has just really come in and just disrupted these airwaves. He has come in and just, you know, you and I sit back sometime and kind of look at him and like, wow, look at God. <laughs> <laughs> we call it taking a lap around the studio. <laughs> yes, yes. We, we may have to do that again. I mean, so just, I can kind of see the glow on you today. Yes. Though. So I, okay, here I we can't go. wait to hear what you have to say today. <laughs> Oh, well, as, as we were talking just before you turned on the uh, the program there, uh, we were talking about some good stuff, and it's like, yeah. what are we going to talk about today? Well, I think we already are, so better hit that. Yeah, just hit that button. Let's so go. here we go. Let's go. Let's ride. We're, we're talking again about the Lord's Prayer, and we're learning how to pray by praying. Mm-hmm. So hopefully the folks who are listening 
are also praying. And the idea behind this is not just to learn more about prayer, but to pray. When the disciple says, teach us to pray, and Jesus said, okay, when you pray, pray according to this pattern. So his main emphasis was that you learn to pray by praying. It doesn't matter how much uh, book learning you have about swimming and how to swim. If you don't know how to swim, you can learn the theory, you can learn the physics, the flotation, the displacement of water and the movement and motion and all that stuff. But until you get in the water, mm. you never learn to swim. That's good. And so Jesus was saying, okay, uh, you want to learn to swim? Well, first thing you do, guys, is get out of the boat. Right. First thing you do is get in the water. Get in the water. And then you it. either need to learn. when you Once you get in the water, you either learn to swim or learn to walk on water. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Something will take place. <laughs> And, and if, you, if you don't do either one of those, then the hand of the Lord will be there. Hopefully, you'll be close enough to him. Yeah, to where that it, you know, he'll be able will to be reach. Great either yes. way it goes. <laughs> yes. Okay, so uh, to learn to pray, we pray. Mm-hmm. We learn to pray by praying. And, again, this is a pattern. So as we, as we meditate and as we uh, pray through this pattern, we're reminded of things that uh, are, were priorities to Jesus in in his in his life and in his prayer life mm-hmm. and so if, if we can just kind of get in that mindset that when jesus uh he said okay when you pray pray according to this pattern just to imagine jesus when he was out by himself early that morning and uh probably supposedly when he came back from praying they realized where he'd been and hey lord t- teach us to pray and that he would have gone through this pattern and that he would have begun by just realizing who his father is mm-hmm. and then just concentrating and meditating on his father and his father's name, his father's character and how he could, how he could face the day and anything that, that, that it brought because of who his father was. Mm-hmm. So it, it begins an identity and we don't pray to get the identity, but we pray because we have our identity. So do you think a lack of identity is what keeps a lot of people from praying or saying that they don't know how to? Absolutely. Hmm. Because if you are a son and if you realize that you are a son or a daughter of the creator God, then to want to talk to him is just the next natural step. Hmm. What a disparity to be in the kingdom of God and not know that you're a son or daughter. Yes. Yeah, there there are just some basic things that, that we that either we haven't learned or we haven't remembered mm-hmm. that uh, that there is a God and he has a kingdom and he has a family and he wants to give it that kingdom as an inheritance. Yes. I mean, th- those are just basics, and that's, those are the things that Jesus said. You know, he said, uh, uh, don't, don't be afraid, little flock. Mm-hmm. In Luke, he said, don't be afraid, little, little flock, because it's the, the Father's good pleasure mm-hmm. to give you the kingdom. It's your inheritance, the kingdom, his, his dominion that he has. And so we develop that, that relationship uh, in prayer. And so uh, in going through that pattern, when we get to this part here, lead us not into temptation. Again, it's, uh, uh, it's an interesting construction there because uh, it tells us elsewhere in Scripture that God is not tempted with evil and he doesn't tempt anyone else with evil. 
So God is never the, the source of my desire to do evil. He doesn't tempt people with evil. So anytime that I have a desire to do something that is wrong, God was never its source. Now, he may have allowed the opportunity, but, you know, every time there's an opportunity to do wrong, there is an equal and opposite opportunity to do good and to do right. (laughs) And so, uh, as we talked about last time, that temptation is just simply there as a reminder that I have needs. And if I, if I try to uh, fulfill that need in a way that doesn't honor God, that's sin. But just to have an opportunity to fill a need in a way that doesn't honor God, that's not sin. Temptation is not sin. But it's when I yield to that temptation or when I fail the test. To be tested is not sin. To fail the test is where the sin comes from. Right. And another interesting thing about temptation, Clarissa, is that I never enter, I I never leave an experience of temptation on the same level of maturity and spirituality as I was when I was introduced to it. Mm -hmm. I'm either at a higher level because I was a victor or I'm at a lower level because I was a victim. So temptation uh, and tests are like uh, stepping stones, and I can either use it to get to a higher level or I can use it as a, it can be used as a stumbling block if I don't have the proper footing, if I don't see it properly. So uh, a temptation is simply pointing out a need that I have, and I need to remember that uh, I don't want to be led into it to become part of this temptation, but I need to understand that whatever it is that I want to do, there is a God-honoring way for that need to be fulfilled. And uh, so that, that's one of the schemes of the, of the enemy is that of, of uh, temptation. And then uh, another scheme of the enemy, we're talking about that the enemy, the evil one, which that's what Jesus said in the Lord's Prayer, deliver us from the evil one. And as we've mentioned before, uh, good and evil, evil are always personified in the Scriptures. It's not that good and evil just exists out there. No, it, they're always personified. There's always a good person or an evil person, and good and evil are always part of, uh, of, of, a, of a personhood. Mm-hmm. So deliver us from evil, no, that, that is a personal pronoun. It's deliver us from the evil one. Mm-hmm. And Paul tells us in Corinthians that the evil one has schemes. He has plans of ways to, to get me off track. So by being mindful of his schemes allows me to escape his traps. I like that. And so to be mindful of his schemes allows me to escape his traps. Wow. And one of his schemes is temptation to make me really believe that, no, this is a God-given desire that I have. Mm -hmm. So it's okay if I do wrong because... It, God gave me this desire. Yeah, God gave you that desire, but he, along with it, gave you a, a way to fulfill that desire that honors him. And that is one of the most powerful assumptions, positive, powerful assumptions, to use a principio coaching term. Yes. That's one of the most positive, powerful assumptions that we can live with, that every need I have, God has given me. So 
that he can be honored by having it fulfilled in the right way. So, Coach, you, you said something earlier about being mindful of the schemes. And what I found to be interesting is that you didn't necessarily say that we needed to be, that we need to know what they are, but you said to be mindful of them. Mm-hmm. So I found that to be interesting because we really don't know what his schemes are. He's always up to something. Yes. But to be mindful says that, hey, you know, let us not be uh, just kind of willy-nilly around and just kind of chilling out and just being oblivious to what's going on around us. So we have to know that he's scheming, just may not know the actual schemes. Yes. So how, how would you know, how would someone uh, be mindful? Because some people think, Knowing what they are and being mindful are the same thing, and they're two different things. Yes, well, so, of course, the, the mindful here again. I'm going to use a principio coaching term, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and that term is awareness. Mm-hmm. So Paul says that we are we are not unaware. In other words, we are aware of of the the schemes of the evil one, mm-hmm. and so here to be delivered from the evil one in effect is is to be aware of his schemes, and be able to avoid them. And so just in the general analogy of Scripture, I feel like that there are three categories of schemes that the enemy uses. And one is, is of course, temptation. And the scheme there is to, make, is to get me to believe that since this is a need that I have, that God created me with this need, that it's okay for me to satisfy it any way I want to. That's the temptation. So, so what you're saying is that people, everyone may not have the same temptation. Everyone's not tempted by the same thing. So, and sometimes people think the temptation is the same thing for everybody. Well, I'm not an alcoholic, so alcohol would not be a temptation for me. So like you're saying, the temptation is always going to be laced around what your need is. Yes. Or what your weakness may appear to be. Yes. Wow. And remember, Paul said that God's strength is made perfect or complete mm. in our weakness. Mm. That's good. Yes. Wow. And so a temptation is pointing out a weakness, which uh, is an opportunity for God's strength to be shown. Mm. So uh, wow. can temptation be good? Yes, temptation can be great. Because it points out to me that I have a need. If I have that positive, powerful assumption from the Scripture that God, and didn't, didn't uh, Paul also say that no one has ever been tempted beyond what he's able to win against or to bear. Wow. And that's what we are forgetting. Yes. We're forgetting that in part. Yes. If we're tempted by it, the plan is to... Overcome the temptation. <laughs> yes. You know, that's the plan for us to win. And to know that, that God will wow. never give me a temptation, that he will not also give me the strength and the wisdom mm-hmm. if I'm thinking and if I'm praying and if I'm participating in the Lord's Prayer. By meditation, I'm reminded of this every day. Yeah, that's great. And so wow. so temptation is, is, is one of those, uh, one of the traps. Mm-hmm. It's one of the schemes of the schemer, the evil schemer. Uh, because, and that was seen in the life of Jesus whenever, right after he was baptized, baptized, filled with the Holy Spirit. And it says that the Holy Spirit took him into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Mm. 
Uh, so he, he was led into the wilderness, but the Spirit did not lead him into temptation. The Spirit led him into the wilderness, and the wilderness was the place of temptation. But Jesus did not enter into temptation. He only entered into the wilderness. And he stopped at the door of temptation. He didn't enter in. So just because I'm in a difficult position, that does not mean that, I, that I'm already into the temptation. Wow. That's good. So one of the, uh, one of the, points, of, uh, one of the points to ponder here in meditation of, of this part of the prayer is, Lord, uh, what, what, what have I felt, what part of me or what need in me has, uh, have I felt a tug towards something that wouldn't honor you? We ask that question, that will identify the temptation. So what need is there in me that I have, that I have been uh, kind of looking at ways to satisfy that need in a manner that would not honor my creator. That's, that's, that's becoming aware. Right, right. And aware of his schemes. Okay, so uh, the, the enemy, the evil one, is not just a tempter, as he was with Jesus in Matthew 4. He was tempted of the devil. But also another scheme of, of, the, of the evil one is accusation. John tells us in the book of Revelations that that uh, that Satan, uh, the accuser of the brethren, that's that's the title that Satan is given. As a matter of fact, Satan Satan means uh, accuser or slanderer, one who slanders, one who accuses. And it's uh, uh, it, it it's it's all of a of a negative context there, accusation. So that's one of the schemes of the enemy. So I need to recognize that accusation. And I need to make sure that I'm not participating with the enemy by accusing or slandering other people. Mm -hmm. I have truly become the devil's advocate anytime I'm accusing. And, and accusing, and, uh, that term there uh, means in a, in a judgmental way, mm -hmm. in a, uh, like I'm putting them down, like I'm lifting myself up and putting, and as I say, looking down your nose. Right. And some people are so judgmental, if it rained, they would drown because their nose is like right up in the air. <laughs> Always looking down their nose at someone. That's, that's a accusatory, an accusatory attitude. We can ask uh, accusatorial, you like that word? Mm -hmm. we, can, we can ask accusatorial questions. Mm -hmm. Like, why are you doing that? Why would they want to go do that? Yeah, that, that's just, that's foolish, or that's just wrong. They just, and so we just, we, we join there, and the enemy's just right there with, yeah, accuse them, and then go to their face and accuse them, and right. point out their bad their bad things, you know. I mean, but that that is what happened uh, to Jesus. Falsely accused of things. <laughs> yes. Kill him, hang him. Yes, you that, know, uh, that he's a it, sinner, that he's illegitimate. Yes. And who is he? Don't we know his mom and dad? Who does he think he is? And so... I've heard it all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all those accusations. But yes. but you you know you know what uh, how Jesus won against that scheme of accusation, and it goes back to that word that we talked about uh, in the very beginning about prayer. Jesus won this uh, this battle of accusation because of identity. 
He knew who he was. Mm. And it didn't matter what anybody said. Hey, you can tell me all those things. I know something that you refuse to yes. learn. Yes. That's what Jesus was telling. You can learn this. I could teach you this. But I know something that you refuse to learn, and that's, that's what makes a difference. Wow. And so the accuser of the brethren. And so we're accused. And what happens if someone accuses us? Well, we get to, we get to believe in their accusations that I'm not good enough. Who do you think you are? Uh, name calling. That's part of accusation. Uh, stereotyping. People, labeling. Yes, labeling. That's a way. Uh, and uh, just, just for a quick little uh, Melvito uh, rabbit superhighway, I called it a rabbit trail one time, and someone said, oh, you don't have any rabbit trails. <laughs> you have rabbit superhighways. <laughs> so this may be a rabbit superhighway. The rest of us right on down the interstate. <laughs> easy to get on and just real wide. You go, a lot, you go all the way across the nation with it. But so I forgot what I was going to say, but... <laughs> The, it's going to come back. The rabbit, yeah, uh, yes. the rabbit superhighway, uh, an accusatorial statement mm-hmm. that uh, that it's it has just kind of built within it a personal judgment. Yeah, and, and it's really unfair, Coach. When uh, and I'm sure we all have been a part or victim of this from uh, time to time. Yes. And, and I've been falsely accused of things, or people thought I was one way, and and that's not. You know, the furthest thing from the truth. And people have, have had to come back and say, you know, I really just falsely judged you. I, I really thought you were this way, but you're you're really not that way at all. You know, <laughs> and, and sometimes I believe that it's God's protection sometimes. Absolutely. Because some people are so apt to, if they can just easily become big, accusatorial yeah as you say if they can just easily fall into that they mean you no good you know those are those people who manipulate you and, and can hurt you and and drag you if you will and lead you to into unworthy things that causes undue rest and stress and and and, and takes your peace yeah. and sometimes you have to thank them you know thank you for accusing me of something that, you know, thank you for labeling me to be something that I'm not. And you have to look and say, well, you know what, God, I'm going to step back and let them have that. And sometimes you see down the road that they are just the worst people ever yes. to be connected with. <laughs> and it hurts in the beginning, but hey, I'd rather hurt in the beginning than hurt in the end. Yes. And so sometimes it's, it's really a protection uh, for God's people. Yes. You know, um, that that's an interesting point there when, uh, when Jesus, uh, uh, there were several things he told us to be aware of mm-hmm. and to beware of. So uh, to have awareness about something. One of those things, Clarissa, was he said, beware when all men speak well of you. Mm. So as you said, an accusation every now and then makes me realize that first, no one is perfect. Not the person that's accusing me. They're not perfect. Right. But neither am I. Mm-hmm. And I may not be guilty of what they're saying, but I am guilty of something. <laughs> so Thanks let's, for keeping me honest. <laughs> yeah, so so, so uh, beware when all men speak well of you. And so one time when, when, when I was going through a period of time in my life when the people that had been a main part of my support emotionally, 
and uh, in the faith turned against me because of some circumstances that happened in my life. And I didn't respond to them in the way that they felt like I should. And so I was accused of some things. And I was like, Lord, what is going on here? And he said, hey, they're doing you a favor. What do you mean? Well, that is one area that you don't have to be aware of. That you don't have to beware. That's good. So I was like, okay, Lord, then thank you. Because there's something humbling about someone accusing me of something. Right. And another interesting thing, Clarissa, there uh, a principle about accusation. Mm-hmm. Jesus told his disciples, he said, when, when someone accuses you of something, agree with them right away and take care of it. Wow. So if someone says, Melvin, you're not, you're not good enough to be doing that, you're right. Mm-hmm. I'm not good enough, but I'm not doing it based on my goodness. So you have to grow to that point. Let yeah. me give you an example, Coach. Let's hear it. <laughs> um, and I won't say exactly what it is because you could probably pair it back to people. But um, I was accused of, of being a certain kind of person, and it was from two people. I had never in my life been accused of that. I even had to look up the term because I didn't know what it meant. And so I was like, what is that? I was so mad, and I was offended that you. once mm. I looked up the definition, and I'm like, what? <laughs> and so I said, you know what? You're falsely accusing me of this, but you can accurately accuse me of kicking your tail. That you can accurately <laughs> accuse me of. Let's get correct about these things. <laughs> so, you know, Melvito, we have to grow to you. We have to grow to the beautiful, wonderful thing you lay out. Just pray for them. Let them go. Yeah, you're right. Initially. I had the Dukes up, man. I was ready. I was ready to go in. But well, I, you were but wanting God to give help me. You, you were wanting an opportunity to pray for their healing. <laughs> to lay hands, <laughs> lay yes. hands on them, and do them some damage yeah. that would put them in need of a miraculous healing. A miraculous healing. <laughs> yes. So you know, it's it's but you have stages. You know, you have that stage where uh, coach has grown to, and I have grown to that point now. But sometimes that initial is like, really, I dare you. What are you doing? Yes. You know, and you have to just really step back. And, uh, and that's another form of temptation is the reaction as opposed to the action. Yes. So the action is what you were mentioning. You know, you know what? You're right. The reaction is what I mentioned. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, exactly. and so grow into that. So I'm glad that you shared that. So um, the audience that's listening, we have so many different levels mm-hmm. of where people can Before handle, we, yeah. you know, to, to, to long suffering and, mm-hmm. and all of these other things. You know, we yes. have so many levels. We have some hotheads that may be listening and, or we may have some people that don't really recover from negative talks or, or negative words spoken against mm-hmm. them. So I'm glad that you, sh- you shared that in the manner that you did. Yes. That and and the, the, the accusations again, it's, it's a, it's a way, it's a scheme of the evil one. And if I'm going to be delivered from the evil one, mm, I'm going to have to be aware of his schemes. And one of his schemes is accusation. One thing wow. that I want to leave us, leave us with is this, is this uh, point to ponder here is that it doesn't matter what anyone says about me. No one's judgment or accusation against me will determine my place in eternity. Say that one more time. <laughs> Say it one more time. Nothing that anyone says to me or about me in any uh, accusation manner, none of that 
will ever determine my place in eternity. So let's be, let's be delivered of that. As my grandma Reeves would say, just get shed of that. <laughs> Watch out now. That last word, that, <laughs> if you don't pronounce it right, that could be. <laughs> now, are you accusing me of something? Oh, not yet. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh my goodness. I'm waiting to see what you say next. Oh, no, I'm not saying that one. I'm not even going to try it. <laughs> stay away from that and oh. stay safe. That's what I'm going to do. Stay safe. <laughs> we have so much fun here. Yes, and we I'm do. so excited where God's word is it's so easy to digest. And the way you make this podcast, Coach Mel, you make it relevant. This is relevant. This is not somewhere way out in, a, in, in B.C., you know, before yes. Christ. You're bringing everything biblically to right now, right now terms, right now situations, and to be able to take this and put it into our right now lives. So yes. the schemes we're able to touch on two of the three today, uh, temptation, accusation. I mean, we're ready. We're, we're just about there. Yeah, we got we got one more to go. We'll, we'll catch that next time. That's probably going to be the whole podcast on that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is, we'll do. Shh, don't don't let them know now. They'll get it next podcast. But guys, this has been great. Be sure to share this with your network of friends so that we all can be ready and be aware of the schemes of the evil one. We need this to help us. We we'll see you back here next week. <laughs>